So for over a year now, I've had a microphone sitting on my desk, a very nice microphone. I bought this microphone for one purpose and one purpose only, and that purpose was simply put to start recording podcasts. The problem is, well, the problem is twofold. Number one, anyone will always admit that their voice sounds strange when they hear it outside of their own body, and I have to admit, it does seem strange when you hear a voice coming through a recording that's not you, but it is you. But the other thing, I guess, was really finding my uh, actual voice, finding what people would actually even want to hear. I don't consider myself a unintelligent person, but I don't think I'm an expert in many fields that uh, really would qualify me for putting something out there for other people to listen to. I have ideas, I have opinions, I tell jokes, I have hobbies and interests, but to really say that I'm an expert in any of those fields, that someone would actually turn on to something and listen to me, well, I don't know, I just had a hard time struggling with that. I'm probably not going to be too conceited to say that maybe I'm an expert in the field of public school finance in the state of Michigan. Um, I don't really think that's a topic anybody wants to hear a ton about. And furthermore, I don't know that's a topic I want to talk about in my free time either. So it's been sitting here for one year on my desk. Just looking gorgeous. I mean, it's a gorgeous microphone. It's a blue microphone Yeti. Is it a Yeti? I think it's a Yeti. I don't know. Whatever. And it's just sat there. Not collecting dust. I've actually kept it clean and tried to keep it up. And occasionally I'll plug it in and I'll just sit here and I'll think and I'll think and nothing comes out. But lo and behold, this week happened. Election 2016. And once again, I am not an expert. But I love politics. I follow it way too much. I put my heart way too much into it. I have an economics degree. I try to study public policy and how those things play out in college. Admittedly, college has been a while, and now I really just handle public school finance, particularly in the state of Michigan. And yet, I find myself entirely and 100% enthralled in how this election season played out. You know, I was talking with a younger person in my office, and it's weird to say that now, um, but here I am uh, in my mid-30s, and I can actually say, talking to a younger person in my office about prior elections, asking, you know, this one just seems strange. This was before the even day of the election. And myself and, and someone else said, well, it is strange. I mean, this is bizarre. In 2004, Howard Dean disqualified himself, pretty much ruined his entire campaign for screaming weirdly. He screamed weirdly, and everybody's like, well, we're done. That's it. So, you know, my experiences are weird because I'm becoming an adult, a responsible adult even, and that's bizarre to me. Um... And we just talked more about elections, and I realized something else this week. I've never once, not once, have I voted for a major party candidate for president until this week, until 2016. 
and I think you'll all be happy to know that once again, I still have never once voted for the actual president. And I want to back that up there too. Um, because I'm at a point in my life where I can honestly say that I actually fully and firmly regret not voting for Barack Obama. That's something that I, uh, I feel terrible about. You know, I, I honestly thought, um, his first term, once again, I just disenfranchised with a two-party system, and I still am, and lots of people are, and they should be. It's a terrible system, but nonetheless, disenfranchised, young, naive, impressionable, whatever you want to call it, um, maybe hopeful, even. I think that's a good word to describe it as well, because I think people who are opposed to the two-party system are indeed full of hope, and, and rightfully so, and we need that in this world. Um, so I didn't vote for him the first time around. I didn't vote for John McCain either, and you know what, honestly, I think both those gentlemen are, are fantastic people. Um, I'm glad we had Barack Obama as president, and I would not have been upset if we had John McCain as president. And in 2012, I voted for, I don't know, third party again. I really did lean more towards, like, the green. You know, I, I really think the environment is something we need to be concerned about, but I digress at this point. Um... In 2012, I really thought that, uh, you know, let's do away with uh, the Affordable Care Act. I mean, that's just a ridiculous mandate. We can't force people to buy something they don't want. And, and yet, you know, it's really, it really is something I feel personally and deeply that this is an act that was designed for one reason and one reason only, and that was to get insurance into the hands of those who need it most, who can't afford it, and, uh, you know, at the time, admittedly, I was also um, an expert in public school finance, particularly in the state of Michigan. And I knew that some schools were going to have a real hard time meeting a 95% mandate covering all of their employees with health insurance. Because a lot of public schools in Michigan did not cover all of their employees that were full-time with health insurance. So, I mean, it was indeed partially my uh, thought was boy, this is going to help my school out if the Affordable Care Act gets repealed before the employer mandate. And now, and now, after we've gotten through and had a few years of Affordable Care Act under our belt, and um, I think I'm going to miss it if it gets repealed. So this week, I, uh, and really for the past few months, I, I have said animately, to other people, I am a reluctant Hillary supporter. I was a Bernie supporter. I think I still might have some of that hopefulness, and he seemed very much like a third-party candidate, and he seemed very much like someone who was going to look out for literally every man. But he didn't win, and Hillary won. And there were a handful of those Republicans I would have gladly voted for over Hillary. And yet they nominated Trump, and I think there's a lot of them, them being voters in the Republican primaries, who probably wish as well that maybe somebody else had come to the forefront, um, and Hillary would have lost. But guess what? Hillary lost anyway to Donald Trump. We spent months saying that the Republicans nominated the one person who Hillary Clinton could beat because she was not a likable candidate. She was an experienced candidate who for some reason decided to use a private email server, which I still don't find to be all that big of a deal. But apparently enough people did. 
and apparently enough people didn't trust her. And I really thought after a Hillary campaign was going to basically be a victory into a third, for all intents and purposes, Obama administration, and that would have been fine with me. I would have been happy with it. Maybe it was me trying to make up for feeling bad for not voting for him the first two times. I just didn't see this coming, and a lot of us didn't, and a lot of us are out in the streets. I'm not, personally. I know we have a president, I know we elect him fairly, I know we follow the Constitution, and I trust the results are what they are. And so we'll spend the next four years with him as our president, and that's what we chose. And there's not really much we can do about that. And I know a lot of people say get behind him, and I'm I'm behind the idea that I'd love to see him succeed. Obviously, I really would. I'm behind the idea that I'd love to see him um, do good work reaching out to people that he really worked hard to disenfranchise during the entirety of his campaign. But man, he worked very hard at that. He worked very hard at that. And that's disgusting to me. That's revolting to me. His campaign has given voice to a level of hate and bigotry that this nation, I thought, I had hoped it put behind it. And you know what? I mean, admittedly, I'm a white guy living in a white area. You know, I don't see a lot of it. But I really had hoped that we had moved beyond it. And I know that uh, many, many, many Trump supporters are not racist or bigots or misogynists, and that's fine. And I'm glad for them, and I know a lot of them, and they're good people, and I don't disparage them. And yet... Somehow, some way, this man who supported all these ideals that a lot of people don't support still won. And that's what's discouraging. And it's disgusting that people can just write it off and accept the fact that, well, he's not Hillary. Well, he didn't have a private email server. Boy, he's got a lot of skeletons as well. I mean... Unfortunately, a lot of people who seem to run for that office seem to. And maybe that's part of our problem as well. We've set ourselves up to uh, be more open to electing people who are loud and boisterous. And as long as they can yell loud enough, they can yell over their critics. So we're going to move forward and we're going to move on. And everybody's been saying that. And I'm not special in this and I'm not a special snowflake but I think I just needed to get it off my chest and maybe, just maybe it's helped me to open up and really find a way to use this microphone to share some of my thoughts and my opinions and hopefully for good and maybe sometimes just for venting because trust me, I'll do that from time to time. I'm very good at venting. Um, but it's been a week, hasn't it? It's been a really bizarre week. Anyway, I'm thankful for anyone who hears this. Uh, I don't know who will. I don't know if I'll put it out there for people to hear. It doesn't matter. Because there are tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people out there. Angry, maybe angrier than me, maybe not as angry as me, but still willing to go out there and march and show their support. And I hope President Trump sees that. 
And I'll be honest, I saw he's made some comments uh, already this week where he's backed off on a few of his issues. So <laughs> good luck in re-election on that. I mean, you're literally four days in. You haven't even been sworn in, and you're already backtracking on the Affordable Care Act, which great, you know. I just said myself, I'm, I'm glad that that's there to help those who really need it. And he's already backed off on the wall. Well, good. That's fantastic. Um, because that was a stupid idea. That was a dumb idea. It was never going to get built. The cost was astronomical. The concept behind it was foolish. And the concept that Mexico was going to pay for it was probably even more foolish. It's it just, uh, I'm glad to see he's backing away from some of that already. Um, I find it fascinating that draining the swamp involves bringing on all of the basically dregs of the swamp on for your transition team doesn't really show a change of you know what the people voted for he's got to answer that in four years and you know what maybe he'll do a lot of great things and some people who voted against him this time will be like you know yeah I guess he's not that bad but he spent a long time he spent a long time disparaging a lot of people in this country a lot of people of foreign descent, a lot of people of non-white color, a lot of people of the female gender, and he's got a lot of work to do. And I wish him the best, I really do. Um, but I don't think his history shows that he's going to change a ton, and he's a 70-year-old man, and I'm going to be honest, by the time I'm 70, I'm not going to change very much either, so who knows? I think maybe the weight of the office might show him that he really does have to be an adult now. And maybe he's, maybe we're seeing that already this week. As I said, he's starting to backtrack on a few things because, quite frankly, maybe he realizes that he might have sold a bill of goods he just can't deliver. But I'm glad we're all still here. It's a great country. We have a democracy. People are allowed to vote this way. People are allowed to have their votes count. And their votes do count. And their votes counted up to President Trump. So, we have four years of that. And hey, he won't have an obstructionist Congress for at least two years. Probably for no more than two years either. Because with history as our guide, and with the fact that he's already backtracking on promises, uh, there will probably come a reckoning in 2018. Spent a lot of time angry. A lot of time angry in the last few days. I'm going to spend a lot of time angry in the next month I'm not quite so angry right now maybe a little disheartened anyway it's been a fantastic evening thank you for sitting around and listening to me hopefully more will come and with that in mind have a good day, people.